0: What's up? What's up? Welcome back to Built by Bailey's podcast. We are excited. Our next episode is here. Finally, um, we've got our next guest, Adrian Salvador of the Salvador Brothers, the young hustlers that are uh, blowing up all the social media. They've dipped into real estate and they're going about to take over the world. So we are going to have a fun, fun podcast. I'm definitely was excited about this one. I'm glad we could get them on and squeeze them in. Um, especially as the holidays approach. Uh, before we get started, I'd like to say thank you to our sponsors, Confluence SBC, co working space in Boulder County. The best, the most amazing. Tom Hardy has turned that place around. If you guys are looking for office space weekly, monthly, or office space leases for years to come, you gotta hit him up, confluencesbc.com. He's even got, especially as we're all sitting here still working remotely and we've got a bunch of kids going back to online school. He's got a place for everyone to go, If you're, especially if you're trying to get out of the house and you can't get back to work or school. He's got stuff set up for the kids too. So make sure you look him up, ConfluenceSBC.com. also like to thank Brian Scott of 6 9 design He is uh, amazing. The guy is super talented. Obviously you guys have seen the logo, it's everywhere now. Got the new hats branded with the logo. Um, Everybody wants one. Hit us up. We definitely can get that out to you. Uh, Brian, actually, is going to start pumping out some T-shirts for us here pretty soon, too. So I'm hey. looking forward to all that. Yep. We'll Uncle we'll see B. It. Oh, yeah, buddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for the T-shirts, too. So uh, 69design.com. Brian Scott. Hit him up on Instagram as well at 69design. So, like I said, our next guest is Adrian Salvador of the Salvador Brothers and... He is, as you guys can tell, a young, young man compared to us. <laughs> but he is definitely got he like, for lack of a better word, got his shit together. Um, this kid has uh, blown my mind. I've watched him in the last year, absolutely transform his life, and I wanted to get him on to talk about it and what other people that are listening to this podcast and i know they've been hitting me up and asking me questions some of the same people that have been asking me questions for a long time and suddenly realizing maybe they should have listened 10 15 years ago but uh if you haven't listened yet you gotta listen to adrian he is uh he's definitely a poster child for what you can do with your life to turn it around and and basically move on from things that don't work and jump into things that do work um so without further ado adrian Good morning.
1: Hello. Hello. That's good the, morning, guys.
2: Audience applause for you.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't have any sound right. effects yet. I'll, I'll <laughs> I'm in a yeah, basement just click by myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: <yay>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. I know it's yeah, super man. early where you guys are, but no, nah, yeah, we're it. well, it. I know
0: I'm an early riser. Evan used to be. Too. I don't I can't speak uh, I know. you, but you I are. I still am. No, sure.
2: yeah. Um say like, let oh, me do this. Let me tell the wife I'm recording. Okay. Uh, Try to be quiet. I see. I, I think I hear like scooters going around on the floor upstairs. I'm not.
1: Well, interested. we can't so hear your, that. But... Your your okay. mic's uh, your mic's great. Doing a great job of right, uh, minimizing okay. that uh, background noise. Really cool. So,
0: Adrian, why don't you give us a little backstory on what you're doing now, where you came from, especially in the last 12 ish months. Um, yeah. Kind of what got you into. It. Like just kind of give us your little your little backstory motivational spiel. I know you've been doing this a lot lately, but yeah. yeah, let us know what's going on, man.
1: Uh it pretty much started my junior year uh winter break going into my my spring semester. I went to Philippines and I met a Filipino woman who made her riches through or her, I guess her wealth through real estate and stocks. And at the time I did not know what real estate was or what stock was but the only thing i knew was that if a filipina woman can do it i can do it so that kind of planted the seed except i didn't take action towards um building that real estate dream that i was like hoping for to get or that you know stocks oh stocks maybe i'll learn how to trade stocks because i was too focused in school aka kind of depressed and sad the fact that i was going at a path where i wasn't really too happy about and Everything really changed when I walked the stage in May 2019. I don't know, like being in that stage and realizing that I was finally out of school, I felt this heavy weight lifted off my chest and I felt like I could pursue my dreams for some reason. And every single day after I walked that stage, I would go 16 hours and study options, listen to... And then I met Josh all of a sudden because my brother told me about him. I would listen to podcasts, podcast podcasts podcast all the time going back to work and um, kept pushing it that way so let's see May 2019 I literally started with a thousand dollars and I had no job lined up I was actually stressing so hard because I didn't have anything lined up and I didn't know where I was gonna go after school but I knew that I was gonna option trade no matter what Met so Josh. Tell us
0: real quick about yeah so let's let's talk real quick about what got you into trading stocks trading options. Where did you, I mean, obviously, you, you know, when you're in school, you didn't know anything about it, but all of a sudden yeah. you went from zero to hundred miles an hour doing options trading and stock trading and, and starting to kind of build a little portfolio. But I mean, how did you, how did you find, so we'll talk about the stock market live channel on YouTube, but, and, yeah. And Josh, but yeah, how did you find him?
1: I found him through my older brother, me and my older brother at the time. We were very motivated learning about option trading cause it was the new, like I guess it was the new thing in our life and it was exciting to learn about. So, you know, I just kept pushing through with podcasts and trying to learn more about it. And I was enticed with the idea of being able to make money no matter what you do. Cause I didn't really want to go the engineering job, but all I, I knew at the time that that's the only path that I could take to make money. And, right. so, and so you, you got know, your degree in engineering, engineering, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. I mean, before that, even I would try like different types of businesses that would try to make me money, but they stole money from me. Because guess what, they so, were MLMs, they're multi-level marketing businesses. <laughs> yeah, 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 like the yeah. Yeah,
2: multi-level marketing what, what, without naming them, obviously. But what what kind of what were they in? What field were uh, multi-level marketing for?
1: Yeah, vitamins, so the other,
2: or you know, like what the other was it? one
1: was selling uh, travel memberships oh okay yeah Yeah, i've heard of those yeah (laughs) Yeah. that one was you know i was trying to like sell this dream like oh you can make money while traveling the world and then i started looking into like the how the system works and and if it's actually gonna be it's gonna work for me and and i realized like oh man this is really not it like i was sold they really they really brainwashed me for a second until you know i started digging deep into their system and if they are actually providing value and helping out other people which they weren't you know their main goal was really to scam people for their money until they decide nice. to leave it's just a constant brainwashing process there's I wasn't always very this, comfortable um, with it.
2: there's always like 20 different sayings for this but it's the if it's too good to be true it probably is or if it's better for the yeah. person mm-hmm. it probably is better for the other person or if your success depends on others performing for you. It's probably not the right thing. Yeah. Always this keep, you know, whenever you have your um whenever you get uh your success is with a hundred percent within your control is usually what not whether you're successful or not, but it's always like the first check mark. Is this a hundred percent on me? Right. Right. Um and not yeah having to get someone else to perform for me or somebody else is responsible for my performance, you know, usually uh, those multi-level marketing stuff or those other kind of side hustles that people get into. But if you think a lot about like real estate, well, if you never take a phone call, if you're just even a broker or or whatever, then you're probably not going to make any money. And usually the barometer for success is usually the individual, you know? yeah, That's why it's always like the first checkbox to me. It's always yep. like, yeah. do I have to have someone else do really well for me, right? <laughs> and if that, if my job now becomes trying to get them to do their job so I can make money, something's probably broke.
0: Yeah, failure is imminent at that them. point. I can only yeah. control myself. Yeah, you know? yeah, yep. yeah. I so totally you, agree.
2: So you bailed on all of that. You guys are starting to do some options trading. Um,
1: yeah.
2: Okay, go from there, man. This is interesting.
1: Yeah, so I started, you know, going from, from that to option trading. And at the time I got accepted to an internship and I interned with them, um, from May to August until I actually officially graduated because I needed to take two more summer classes. So while I was interning, I was also taking summer classes and then learning option trading at the same time. Cause I knew, I knew I wanted to get into real estate first, but I knew that I couldn't balance two at, at a time and knew that, I had to focus on one thing first in order to master that or somehow get the the fundamentals of it first in, in order to right. move on to a different thing. So yeah. kept pushing there, blew my account until December, mm. January. Kept pushing through no matter what. I mean, at, at the time already too, I was already listening to, to Josh and like, you know, constantly building this belief that I can do it, that no matter what, if I just keep pushing through and just stay persistent and... Consistent at the same time, you know I'll, I'll make it. So I just kept believing in that, and come by December. So I've I full time. I had full time job already by the time August. They paid me very cheap because my company was <laughs> they okay. I'm not gonna name their names. They are good people, but I guess they're just yeah.
0: Welcome to life. Yeah, you yeah. yeah the real world with a bunch of debt from school, and they say that's great. We we're, we we want to give you a job and come on in, and because you're at the bottom of the ladder.
1: Yeah, training. I literally had no choice and yeah. I didn't have any other, you know, places to go to. And the only places place that would accept me was Nav C, but they would have accepted me around this time, actually. I was supposed to have an interview with them right now, fall 2020. Wow. So I I didn't have a chance. It's, I would I would have just stayed at that job until I was uh, interviewed with Nav C. And that was supposed to be the, the goal. I was supposed to, you know, work that job and then go to Rhode Island and work for Nav C. yeah. And what is Navy? NAVSEA. Uh, Navy Undersea. Navy oh. under, they're contractors for the the Navy. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So they work on their submarines. I'm probably, holy, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah,
2: yeah it was yeah, going to be cool. I couldn't I, even get my headphones to work. <laughs> That's impressive. If
1: anybody's not familiar, I, I went to school for mechanical engineering. Mm-hmm. And I did that um, as a full-time living for a while. Yeah. i yeah. oh, want wow. relative
2: yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah okay. all Jeez. right so all right so so no submarines right yeah
1: no submarines yeah. anymore
2: all right so let me make sure i get this right make sure I get this
1: yeah right. you twenty
2: three
1: right yeah okay twenty three yeah. you
2: go to school you have a plan Well, of at legality. the time
1: i was i was twenty two
2: okay 22 you're 22. Yeah. you're 22 you want to go to school all yeah. right you finish school, yeah you mm-hmm.
1: there's this well
2: engineered path let me get this off my screen here there's this little path that is saying okay here's the go to school go get, get your degree in engineering go work on submarines and yep. then good yeah. luck with everything save up enough money retire and you're just kind of like you know i'm young enough now at this moment where if maybe that's not exactly what i want to do this would be the time to maybe start looking into other things right so before you jumped into the well-defined path of career and success you're like i'm gonna step out just for a minute i'm gonna try a few things you try a few other like multi-level marketing things you're like nah that doesn't work right or i'm on to you. i'm out right You start doing some options trading. You're looking into real estate. And this is just like a year ago?
1: Yeah, about a year ago.
0: Okay.
2: All
0: right. Yeah. Oh, wait, it gets better. It gets better. (laughs) All right, keep
2: going. This is (laughs) great.
0: Yeah, yeah. So talk real quick about, so the kind of the connection here with between, you know, when you got into the stock market started learning about options, which, you know, we're not going to really, I don't, we don't need to get into what options are. Um, Yeah. Basically, you know, you started learning how to trade, right? And you yeah. learned a, a new way of making money that opened your eyes, I would think, because I think it's happened to a lot of people that get into similar situations. We know personally people that that's happened to as well, but maybe not on this level. But you realize kind of the, the way that money works in this country, at mm-hmm. least, and all the different ways you can make it, right? And yeah, like I was saying there's this, there's this defined path that people get on, especially someone that's kind of, running your direction and like your lane where, you know, engineering and architecture and, uh, you know, going to med school, there's, there's this defined path where if you go down that path and you're in it, once you're in it, there's, it's really hard to pull out of it. You know, if, if you were to make that decision and what I usually have seen is people that have gone down that path for many, many years, decades sometimes, and then realize they don't like their job. They don't like what they're doing, or if their desire is to, is become wealthy financially independent, they're in a position where they can't actually do that in the position that they're in. So in their mid to late thirties or early forties, people start saying, I've got to move on. But you caught on to this and you started realizing what you could potentially do at 22 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this connection between the market, stock market and real estate was because of this you know the trading fraternity right and you were searching youtube you were looking you were looking for a way a different way is that is that fair yeah yeah yeah
1: that was exactly it
0: connection yeah talk about the connection between that and how you got into real estate like what what turned you on to real estate
1: just the idea of having assets made me really fall in love with real estate and the fact that i can actually provide a, a tenant with a livable home the price that's actually worth what they're paying for that's what really made me fall in love with it and you know i try to keep that because i see i see real estate as a customer service business yeah and if i can provide the best for my tenants then i'll have a happier life because if they're happy i figured i'm happier too because honestly you know living in this place right now for the past 11 12 years my landlord didn't really take care of anything he just let everything fall off and you know, he knew that we didn't have anywhere else to go. So he took advantage of that.
0: Yeah.
2: So we
1: should I, have I, our I, listeners know you're in New Jersey. Yeah, I'm yeah. in New Jersey. You know, I'm, I'm like, just to give you guys an idea. I'm, I'm, I'm in a market right now where maybe a three bedroom would go for 1700. And we're living in a 750 apartment. So that just gives mm-hmm. you the idea where. Mm-hmm. what type of environment I'm living in right now. And mm-hmm. that's why I was super motivated to get out of it. Yeah. And on top of that motivation towards, you know, having the the capability to give value to other people, I saw the growth potential in that company that I worked at. And, you know, I would, and this is just coming from the motivation that I saw from my boss. I'm not not saying that he's a bad guy, but it's just that what I got from him at least, that he was fine being in that position for the mm. rest of his life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would always try to help him. And, hey, have you heard about stocks? or Have you heard about real estate? And, but he's like, you know, I, I never really looked at that stuff. And, and I didn't really bother about it. But in my head, I'm like, wow, it's changing people's lives. There's people yeah. out there who's 30 years old and can do whatever they want because they hustled for 10 years. They grinded and now they can do whatever. You don't want to do that? Like in my head, at least I didn't <laughs> tell him that. At the same time, it was a small company. So I knew that mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna go anywhere. If it was a big company that I worked with, maybe I would have still at that I was I would still be at that job because I would have probably wanted to climb the corporate ladder. But in, in this small company, I there was only one like spot left, which is the head engineer. And that would only happen if he decides to quit mm-hmm. or you know something unfortunate happens. I always feel like there
2: is this point of no return right when you think about your path or your direction that you're you're heading and you know if you work for somebody you have to kind of make this subconscious or conscious decision am i going to help them move forward right and then they'll pull me along right or do i want to help myself move forward and if you forward, if you're in the corporate gig, there are a lot of benefits to being in a corporate gig. There's health Mm -hmm. insurance, there's security, there's a a well detailed path, right? This is where you always hear about like the corporate politics, you know, you make friends with the right people, you get the next opportunity for a promotion, and you can incrementally grow some money, but there is security, right? And it's, I think it's important for, you know, in my opinion, younger listeners, you know, when I say younger, I'm 42. Right. So, 20 everything's years,
0: younger right. to you, brother. Everything's younger than me. <laughs> uh, and of course, someone's
2: listening. They're like, you know, I'd love to be 42. Right. Um, <laughs>
0: like, Listen to me. Um,
2: he can walk. Yeah. Um, but when you're in your 20s and you have a lot of energy, and I still have a lot of energy to do shit. Right. I have a ton of energy to do shit. Right. But the yeah. difference between 23 and 42 is I have a different level of responsibility now. Um, I have children, I have a wife, you know, I have a mortgage. So I have to start weighing all my, what, you know, trying to move things forward for me has to now be around that filter. So there's this window that if you feel like you're in your early twenties and you want to go for it, like that's really the window to do it percent. Yep. it, it's like this weird gap that starts closing as you get older, right? It starts to kind of get like this, where these are your responsibilities and other things that start creeping in. So right now Mm -hmm. your gap is as wide as it's probably going to be. And then I think the only other time it widens is like a retirement, right? All of a sudden you quit that job and you have all this money in this like this late life push where you see people who retire, who start investing in things and doing stuff. And, but the thing is at that point, all the wealth you're accumulating like after retirement is really like a legacy wealth. Like yeah, exactly. to, at that point, I'm just trying to make a bunch of money so I can,
0: you know, hand it down to my kids and grandkids. Yeah. So, but do you think, and that's actually a good point, Evan, Would do you think? Cause you're talking about the, the window closing, you know, each decade that, that you, you Nope. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh. Can you guys hear? Yeah,
1: I hear. I think right it's I just it's him. Shane. This
2: is Shane letting us know how big some, he wish he was. <laughs> Shane, you pause. minute. say that again. Oh, <clears throat> am I there?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, Sorry. No. Internet. It's got go to it's gotta go to space and back. It's amazing how I, well you know. It works. Sometimes I wonder. <laughs> I, I have yeah. to, I I have my own box. This is the funny part. Is yeah. so talk about talk about you know. BS crap that they sell to so Comcast. I have a business, you know, my business line, which comes into a different box to mm-hmm. you know make it simple than than all the other homes in the area. Yeah. yeah. So I when everybody's at home, you know, in the evenings, weekends, whatever, and they get the 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 brought the, the download speeds get pushed in. So that bandwidth gets changed, mm-hmm. right? Everybody's using their internet all around the neighborhood, and it actually will reduce your speed. With a business line, it's a whole separate transfer box, the whole deal, right? So they, you know, and Comcast is a joke. Uh, and if you're list, if anyone's listening in Comcast, I hate you. But <laughs> like, well, they- yes. come, come find me, come knock on my door. I have something to say. <laughs> yes.
1: That's hilarious. So they I look to our first lawsuit. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, no, they don't care. Anyway, <laughs> usually it's good, but I have definitely noticed there's there's been changes in speed during peak times. Yeah. And that's not supposed to happen because nobody yeah. else is in my box. Right. There's nobody in your I, box. No, yeah. that's terrible. That's a if you every time I've heard not, that. Yeah. Get your fucking head out of the gutter. <laughs> so you Tom were saying, you were saying before yeah. you froze up there for a yeah. second, how so smart I, I was. You're
2: like Evan, you're making such a great
0: point. Yeah, I feel like that's what I was saying, but not really. I'm trying to remember. You're talking yeah. about the earth closing. And so the gap. So as we go through our decades of, mm-hmm. of age, right? We're checking boxes. Um, the you're talking about the window closing, and 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 Adrian's having his his moment. And if he starts now, he's going to be exploding, which he has been doing. Hmm. But if you have a job, and like I said, depending on what the job is, um, if you're saving money in some facet, I think you still have the ability to dive into, especially real estate. You know, on on the level that even Adrian's doing, where you're 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 buying and accumulating properties. If you're doing it smart smartly, you can build even a small empire. Without actually mm-hmm. having to do it full time, and that's why I think I think like about real estate investing is that you have the ability to dive into that world and and kind of build your little nest egg. So when you get to retirement age, even if you've been working, you know, the nine to five, making you know at some point you're making six figures with a decent job, you have that ability. And I don't know. I think that's I think Adrian will start seeing this as he gets older too. But I don't know how many times I've told people, well, you should just look at just investing. You know, do you, are yeah. you saving for retirement? And I think that concept alone, at least in the, you know, this world, but in this country, I think lately I've just noticed people are having a hard time understanding what that means. We we are really good at spending, right? We're good at, we're good at making money and we're good at spending money. And, it, and I think the problem is people don't know, even know what that is. Like, Adrian's seen it when he's trying to help other people like you should have you thought about, you know, investing in some stocks? Have you thought about, you know, buying some rental properties? Have you thought about any of this stuff? It's it's always like this world of like icky, I think for most people. And they say, Oh, I have my 401k. Right? Well, that's not going to grow at the rate it needs to grow for you. If you're working until you're retired at the, you know, magic age of 65, where you're supposed to have enough money to be able to go off and and have that open window again, like Evan was talking about a minute ago. And I just, I, I think there's a, pro- you can do it without having to be a professional real estate broker, or investor, or whatever. I think you could still do that. Here's
2: I think a simple way to think about investing. Every single person in the United States, for the most part, already is investing. Every single person. I'm investing in the way I look, I'm investing in my friends, I'm in, I mean, You spend money, right, investing financially into something, right? I'm investing into the way my living room looks. I'm just making decisions. How do I want my living room? I'm going to go spend money, make the living room look a certain way, function a certain way for me to live. The clothes I put on, everything I do, I'm spending money. I'm investing in something, right, to project something, right? And the difference is, it's like, well, I don't have money to invest, right? Or how do I get money to invest? It's the money you already have. Right. The question is, what are you putting, what are you investing in at this moment and weighing those two things? Right. Because buying a couch and rugs
0: and, 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 and. Is investing. No, it's it's not. How's it investing? And where's the return?
2: There is no return. Yeah. The return is not monetary. The return is socially. The return is comfort. The return is um, the perception that your your friends have. You're spending money in something. Like, look, we were looking, we were out looking at a new couch yesterday, right? And we're we're looking around, and we got to get a new couch. And I'm kind of in a live-in flip now too. Adrian yeah. uh, bought yeah. a buddy's house of mine, got a good deal. Good for him. Good for me. I'm kind of. Nice. I got like eighty percent of it done. And then we moved in and I'll finish the rest and we'll put it back on the market like in a year. Right? Yeah, and, which is an investment, by the way. Which That's is a an investment, investment. No, 100%. Yeah. I'll probably make 100 grand off this house It'll in a year. Well. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, But we're looking at it and it came up where here's a couch that I like, right? And my wife, Sadie, says, that'll be bad for, you know, grandmas will have trouble getting in and out of it. Super deep couch, right? And I kind of said, "Well, what are we buying the couch for? Are we buying it for us? Are we buying it for two times a year? Grandmas show up. <laughs> like I sit in it every day, right? Yeah. Who am I? Who am I going to spend this twenty-five hundred dollars on?" And yeah. $2,500. That's not even a nice couch. Like, what the fuck are we buying a couch for? What's wrong with this one? Can we not sit on it? You know? Yeah. Like, just us quarantining here. I got a six year old like rubbing chocolate on it. Like, what am I really <laughs> spending this money on? Right. Yeah. And it's, I have, so take your $2,500 and I can do something with it. I can buy a couch with it. Right. And it's like, But the reason I'm bringing that example up is because I think in, you know, and I love my wife and there's nothing wrong with this. I think we're all like this. I'm just using her as an example, but I'm going to spend $2,500 on a piece of furniture. So that way, when people come over, they say, nice, look how nice that is. Oh, thanks. You know, like, oh my God, it's so comfy. Thank you. I've invested $2,500 in your comfort. Right. And so I think just getting people, it is... Substantially different taking $2,500 investing in an asset with a return, right? Right. Get people's yeah. mind in the right spot. It's like, I could never imagine investing. You, you do it
0: every day, right? You're, but that's the great buy point. you
2: clothes and you're making, you're investing in something. You're investing in your looks. You're investing yeah. in your sex appeal. You're investing in your, um, you know, the happiness of your house by buying something new for everybody. The trampoline for the kids. You're investing in your kids' happiness. You spend money to try to get some sort of return. And right. it's the same thing. I think people get themselves all bent and twisted thinking like, oh, that's not for me. I wouldn't even know where to begin. What are you talking about? You're a fucking pro.
0: You've They're been already doing
2: your whole life, man. Yeah, You've right. got to so think the t- slightly
0: different. Yeah. And that's the, if you can switch their mindset where they, cause you, you made a great point. They said they're they're. And I know, I know Addy's heard this before. I don't have the money to do that. Well, and then your, your follow-up would be, but you just bought a $2,500 couch. So you do have the money. You You just made a different choice, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, Adrian, you've, I mean, you've been talking to people for a while about this. Once you started getting into it, I mean, don't, you've seen this.
1: Right. Yeah. I, I can see that, that too. And, and I can also see where you're spending your time, because I feel like your time holds a monetary value. Yeah. So it's where their focus is really. Are at. If, you know, if they're not passionate about something or, you know, they really don't care about their financial well-being in the future, then that's that's their choice. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And,
0: and I mean, it's a great point. Evan, Evan probably described 90 percent of Americans. Right. Yeah, and that's that's and then ten percent is the is the people that end up having the ability to to build a wealth, you know, purse yeah. throughout their throughout their life, and then they have that ability once they retire or whenever they retire, and, and, and the more you make, the faster you can retire. And retirement's a definitely a subjective term, in my opinion, because what does that really mean? Evan and I have talked about that. Yeah, I, yeah, I think retirement is you know you've stopped hustling because you need to, right? You've stopped earning money because you have to feed your kids and your wife and pay a mortgage. And you've now you can make whatever choice you want in whatever venture you go on, because you have the ability financially to, to go down that road and for everybody, depending on how, you know, and so there's some luck involved in that, but how you built that could mean you could do it at 40, you could do it at 50 and it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I mean, if you keep going out of, you're going to be doing it in 15 years, you know, you'll have that ability and that, and that, that basically that shelter to make other choices, and you're going to find—I mean, we, Evan and I have gone down different different ventures as well, and we and mm-hmm. made those choices. But you'll have that—you'll have that ability. And um, right now, it's great for you. It's going to, you know, there's going to be there's going to be years where it sucks. Um, but you you yeah. hustle so you can get to the point where you don't have to worry as much about the sucky years, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, what do you? Uh, okay, so let's get back to kind
2: of your story here. Um, so, cause it, I think what's fascinating me more than anything is this is like a year ago. <laughs> like yeah, this is, yeah, well, this is like, that, so yeah. I fast forward so,
0: and, and talk to us about, Yeah. you got into real estate, you've got a mentor and then you started just accumulating properties like a madman. So how many yeah.
2: properties have you purchased in the last year?
1: I have three closed right now and okay. I have two, two under contract. I have another one under contract, but that ended up falling off okay
2: how are you yeah. okay i think this is a, i've actually had a few people um after <laughs> listening to our podcast and it seems like there's always this form of question when talking about so it happened twice how do you have the money to buy five properties
1: in one yeah deal? well those different deals i did differently mm-hmm. so for my first deal Everybody knows February happened and the stock market crashed and we were all betting towards the downside. So I took profit and I ended up rerouting it to my first property. And that's how I bought that. The second property, um, this is actually where I started doing a mentorship with my coach right now. It's actually very, I think it's very vital to have someone who's an expert in your local market. And so he started teaching me how to raise capital um, the right way and I raise capital through friends, families, and you know I'm backing each investment through a promissory note that's backed by the property. That's right. how I'm able to fund each deal.
0: So you're just basically, you're, you're building a pool of investors for each separate property, correct? You're basically going out and raising money to be able to go purchase the property. And then are you, are you using that as cash to, to buy the properties and then giving that investor a return on their money?
1: Yeah, exactly. We're using hard money lenders as well. So we're, we're doing private money and hard money at the same okay. time.
2: And how are you getting returns to your investors? Like That's, you like how's that going to play out when you sell the property, when it
1: Yeah, goes, when we sell the property or, or
2: refinance or refinance. Because then yeah. you do like a refi cash out type thing where you can return the money and it will transfer into your f- responsibility, the mortgage on that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right.
1: How many of these do you want to do? As many as you can. I want to stop at 100, however long I, th- I get there. Okay. I'm trying to aim for five, but I'm yeah. stretching myself up to um, 30 years old. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Give or take. And so, the same
0: thing with anything else is diversification. You don't want to just get so heavy into just one type of real estate.
1: Either. No, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So I'm allocating money towards my long term portfolio as well. Yeah. And then there's like a ten percent that I do for fun for option trading now, because I'm right now I'm stuck. I'm in a dilemma where I'm slowly balancing myself and trying to figure out what I truly love. And I think real estate is is becoming something that i want to put 100 percent of my focus on so option trading may just be a something that i do on the side for now until real estate that until i'm able to like 100 systemize what i'm doing here and yeah, then sure. start jumping into option trading again. yeah because
2: you definitely you know some things are just bridges to other things you know, uh, yeah. one that uh, Shane and I have been using for a while in that example is Elon Musk, which seems weird <laughs> that you're talking like, wait, like, a dude's already done it, you know. But <laughs> but I heard uh, an interview with him a long time ago where somebody was asking him, you know, like clearly you're accomplished and you're, you know, obviously all the different things you're doing between Boring and Solar City and Tesla and SpaceX and all of this stuff. And he was kind of laughing because they were making this statement like how complicated his plans were, right? And he was like, listen, it's not that complicated. And they're like, yeah, I disagree with you. I think it's pretty complicated. (laughs) He's like, no, no, seriously. He's like, I can tell you exactly what this is. And he said, and I'm paraphrasing this a little bit, but uh, not that Elon Musk is listening to our podcast. I could say- He might be. I mean, he could. On a desk (laughs) and nobody would know except for a few people. Um, But he said, listen, it's pretty simple. Uh, I wanted to get to Mars. That's always what this has been to me. It yeah. was getting to Mars. He's like colonizing Mars, you know, extending or you know, creating a, a larger like uh, footprint for humanity that's, you know, goes beyond Earth. All this. Thing. And he goes, but I didn't have money to obviously get to Mars. He's like, so I had to just think of it. I had to work it backwards, right? I knew that if I needed to do that, I needed to have some sort of privatized space travel because NASA was. Were gonna help with tourism to mars right he's like so i knew i had to do that which means i had to build rockets i had to do all this kind of stuff well that takes a lot of money so i couldn't do that which means i had to have some business that made a shit ton of money prior to that um, and basically the way it went was i could build an electric sports car right because i don't need to to make my money on an electric sports car one i identify that as the future electric vehicles something that I can kind of pioneer and champion, right? Uh, but because it's a, a not a everyday car, because everyday cars, electric cars, require massive manufacturing. I got to make 100,000 of these. So I can't do that yet. So what can I make like 10 of and make a lot of money? And mm-hmm. he's like an electric sports car, right? And I can make it really expensive. I can make really good profit in there. I can make people want to pay that amount of money for a lot of different reasons. So I can bank 10. And then if I can take the money from selling, you know, a small handful of sports cars, then I can then turn that into making affordable daily cars and use that money from sports cars to build up manufacturing and to start creating uh, a larger footprint of uh, everyday driving vehicles. I can take that money and then I can use that money on building rocket ships and then I can take that rocket ship to Mars. He's like, that's Mm -hmm. it, man. It's like that. That's what I've been doing for the last financial ladder yeah that's financial ladder that's well thought out you know and and then of course along the way he has money and he has interest in other things you know and solar and you know he's obviously doing stuff with batteries so that seems to make sense you know that he can start talking about better solar panels better battery storage and of course then he gets some money and i think this guy just gets bored and he starts saying well what if we (laughs)
1: <laughs> he can make tunnels
2: underground and he's doing yeah, right. for the most part it's always been that you know it's just i can if i want to get to here i got to really think about how to do that i gotta you know i can't start with making a hundred thousand um uh daily driving electric affordable cars for everybody yeah. it's just i don't have the money for that so he just worked it backwards and i think I think this is also where people get screwed up a little bit, right? And I think about your options trading as just your initial Tesla uh, expensive sports car. Yeah, I'm not going to do it forever, but what it does now, it provides me the money and the freedom with my time to be able to make what I need to do this thing. And then you're probably going to get to 100, um, you know, whenever you get to 100 properties. And you're probably at that point going to say, that's probably just going to be your affordable Tesla. Is 100 Mm -hmm. right and so it's like okay so once i get to 100 is that it or can i take that money or that thing and i can do something different with it and maybe your mars is something different right but yeah um, it is i think it i I think it's nice to think of it like that you know to i mean i wish shane i wish i was 23 again my god knowing Mm -hmm. that a lot of the things that we know now which isn't like Really, it's just a wealth of what not to do, <laughs> right? You know? Yeah, right. well, and then reapply that whole thing. But um, yeah, I I, uh, I commend you, man. This is this is cool. That and I think it's only a year, and you're here. You're well on track. I could forecast that out, and I think it'll I exponentially think, get faster too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think part of it is luck, a good part of it, I guess. Luck?
0: I would say yeah. a little bit, Addie, I would say a little bit, but I don't know. I mean, I, the luck part for me would be because Evan just you know, talked about, I wish where I was 23 again. Well, the reason you wish you were 23 again is because you have a buttload of knowledge now of things to do, not to do, understanding all these different industries. I mean, Evan's been through a lot of different ways of of making money. Um, And he's- And a lot of different ways of losing money. And a lot, exactly. I (laughs) heard heard your recent podcast. Together, we've been through a bunch of that where we've we've literally pissed away, you know, tens of thousands of dollars and it it hurts. It hurts- your heart it hurts your your pocketbook for sure but you also learn a lot from that and some of that we talk about is like well that's that's our education we're paying for to kind of come around but the luck part Mm -hmm. is really running into and finding the right people to talk to that have already been there like we have already been there now you ran you found a mentor in real estate he's already been there so he's guiding you to listen to me adrian these are the things that you have to pay attention to. These are the things you have to look for. This is how you raise money. This is how you pick certain properties. I personally didn't really even have that. And my dad was in real estate and he was a developer for 45 years. Um, mm. A lot of it for me was, I think, uh, just being hard headed. And that's, I would, as Evan knows, that's genetic um, in our family. <laughs> so we, uh, we. <laughs> we're very hard headed men. Um, and I thought I could do everything and learn everything on my own. And that's kind of the path that I've always been on. It's like, if I'm going to, I wasn't even about listening to my teachers in school because a lot of the stuff that would come up and, in, in the the BS that was thrown my way was like, well, that's, I don't, that's not true. Or they're not explaining the whole story or whatever. So I would go out and search for it on my own. And some of that may be a good idea. And it's, it's definitely good. No. oh.
2: I think Hello. we did it again. Yep, fucking Comcast.
0: You
1: know? <laughs> Time to move to Verizon. <laughs> <Yeah>. Shane. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> there we Did go. it He's happen back. again? It did.
0: Happen again, man. Fuck him. I was looking at you, and and yeah. and Addy's like this. <laughs> ah,
2: I Fuck Comcast. Jeez. Christmas.
0: Yeah. Well.
2: Uh, I, don't, I don't see comcast ever being a sponsor for us <laughs> i don't probably not yeah no
0: probably not no no I'm, you know what shane i'm with you it's uh you know what i mean like that that's yeah. the, that's the part i'm talking about like the luck part for me is is finding somebody that's knowledgeable
1: yeah in the industry the only, guiding you yeah mm-hmm. the There's only not reason why stuff. i just i i feel strongly about luck is that i still don't know 100 what i'm doing Yes, I found a deal. I found the capital. I literally just went to my my mentor and say, hey, I found both of the things that needs to happen and do a deal. Can you help me structure it? But the structuring part is what I feel like I'm still trying to learn right now. At least yeah, not a, the structure. I mean, that's but a, an
2: evolving. I mean, you know, that's, in my opinion, that's an evolving, you know, we talk about structure. Well, let me ask you this. What do you mean by structure? Like when you say you're trying to understand the structure, like, how do,
1: how do you perfectly value property or just, you know, going deep into it, just trying to find like, oh, how do you completely know exactly how much you're going to be spending at a property? Like, I still don't know. I, like I said, I still don't know a lot of things about real estate. I just have someone who's helping me structure every deal so that I'm winning Mm, at the buy.
2: Gotcha. So so when you're saying you're you're feeling lucky, okay, I understand you're saying that you're lucky that you have somebody that at this moment is helping you say, look, let's evaluate this property. Let's figure out how we want to structure the deal. What does it look like? Okay.
0: Yeah. So you're fortunate.
2: I would say it's not necessarily luck. It's more that you're fortunate that you somebody close to you. Um, the luck
0: pump comes from finding that person initially but the fortune is to have them guide you and, and continue yeah. to allow yeah. you to miss yeah. the, you know like like i i like to teach people and educate as evan does because we have a lot of we have a lot of information to kind of give back and i think it's important to give that information back because you know there's different industries that kind of force people to go down the same path that the person before them went on like i mean i think of like the, the medical world and how doctors, you know, back in the day were forced to work 35 to 40 hour shifts. And because mm-hmm. they were forced to make 35, 40 hour shifts, then yeah. the residents are now forced to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's stupid. There's no reason to do that anymore. It's not safe. There's no reason for you to go down a path of, you know, learning and, and sort of getting lucky on some sort of real estate deals. And then, you know, losing your ass on the next one, when there was a couple of things you could have avoided. Yeah. To keep that from happening. Whereas Evan and I we had we had information. We had some people that were helping us, but at the same time, there was definitely some things that could have been set forth to to help us under in our at least in my early years of real estate. Because I got my license when I was your age. So um it you know one more exam away. Yeah. And you're close and you're real close and it's going to be a a great tool to have, but I wish I had more of that because it definitely clapped me and, and, and losing money is not something that people need to do. Are there lessons to be learned from it? Sure. But not as much maybe as I see most people do in that industry at least. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Adrian.
2: Um, Yeah. Who manages your properties?
1: Uh, We have a property management team. You do? Yeah. So, would it be safe
2: to say, and I'm going to oversimplify this, when you buy a property, you're saying, can we buy it for X, right? And can it generate, because they're all rental properties at this point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, buy it for X, which the mortgage on it's going to be, you know, Y, right? Yeah. And that has to make sure that whatever I can get rental wise, not only covers the mortgage, but makes money. Yeah. And then out of that money, um, each month, I have to factor in, um, my property management company. So mm-hmm. that, so, uh, so let's say by buy this property, it's $1,500. I can get 2000 a month in, in rent out of it. So I can net $500. Um, Yeah, there's two ways to make money on that property. One is your residual money each month, Mm -hmm. and the other one is that it's a long-term, longer-term play where it's it's appreciating over time, which will allow me some more options later, which is refinancing, selling for profit, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So you're factoring in, um, so when you're evaluating a property to purchase, you're looking at its rentability, its rent rate, and then saying yeah. now minus what, um, so walk us through a little bit of what, at now, what your kind of evaluation is of a property, kind of like using what I just said as context a little bit. Like, how, how do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much, like for my first property at least, I, I ran the numbers myself, but that was a turnkey property. So I didn't really have to do much about it. All the utilities were pretty much changed in the past three years. So those expenses were, I I didn't even take it into account because everything else was new. And, you know, I did the numbers, exactly what YouTube University Mm -hmm. said. This is how much rent you're getting and this is how much the mortgage is going to get. And, you know, I took into account my interest rate. And it's true though. Like, I, I, you know, I'm getting the same numbers as the one I've calculated now, but it's just really... It really comes down to the rehab part that I'm still a little bit, if you was Which one did you rehab first? What so was you that?
2: Buying dilapidated properties, rehabbing them, and then putting it so you have a. Okay, so that's what you mean. Your first one was turnkey, no rehab needed. Yeah. Right. Purchase it, kind yeah. of take on the money. But the other ones that you're looking at, you're looking at uh, value properties that need yeah. some work areas. And instead of. Putting the money in and uh, selling it uh, when it's finished, like a flip. You're deciding mm-hmm. to put a renter in there, and hold on to the property, and take take shave off a little bit of the rental profit each month. Yeah. Okay. So each property you buy, your your at this point, that's how you're wanting to look at it. You're looking at it as let's look at you know dumps that are in good area. Yeah. Does so.
1: Exactly, but we we don't pur- like at least I'm copying his strategy, my mm-hmm. mentor's strategy. So my can you guys hear my dog in the background? Yeah. Sounds like a little baby. No. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's like he's like crying, I guess. Um, but we only we only do light rehab, and that's the mm-hmm. best part about what he's doing is that what's the speed like, of uh, what's cosmetic like, rehab, pretty much like
2: paint, uh, paint
1: floors, cabinets. Yeah. Gotcha. That's pretty gotcha. much it. Yeah no, yeah, no major no major yeah. something
2: that doesn't require permits to be pulled. You can just go yeah. in there,
1: dump fifteen exactly to
2: 20, make it look nice, upgrade it, yeah, get a renter in there, make it more rentable.
1: Yeah, and we're purchasing, you know, the properties at, at such a good discount that when we come in, you know, we're already winning at the buy, like you said.
2: Yeah. How are you finding yeah. so you say you're purchasing them at a good discount? Is that just through a vigorous Uh, property search or you guys have a way to go find properties
1: Uh, it depends because right now I'm leveraging agents to find my deals
2: Mm.
1: so I'll be calling 20 30 agents a day trying to find off-market properties or properties that they'll be listing so I can target them and kind of entice them to um, represent both sides the buyer and the seller Um, the buyer being me and the seller Mm -hmm. being the homeowner
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: So you're okay.
2: So you don't, and at the same time, like I I look for for properties for you necessarily.
1: Yeah. But I also look at, you know, I have that's where what I guess what I specialize in right now is people leveraging. Mm -hmm. It's it's what's got me here so far. And I guess it's what's going to keep me going later on. Yeah. But, you know, I, I pretty much joined every Facebook group here in New Jersey and have notifications for each one of them just in case a wholesaler comes in and say, hey, I have a property at so-and-so, DM um, me if you want the information about it. And I'm like the first one there all the time. So not me, is
2: first, the chicken or the egg, are you looking at a property, want a property, then try to go get funds for it? Or do you have funds or capital available now? So that way when something comes up, you can just buy it.
1: I'm doing both at the same time. Yeah, both so at I'm, the same time. Yeah, I'm time blocking my days to have me you know look for properties at certain periods and then find capital later on. Okay. Yeah.
2: Time blocking your days. I
1: like that. Did you say
0: that at 23? T- no. 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 Yeah. I'm not I'm
1: not perfect at it though. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. I'm not perfect at it, but that's the main goal right now is, just, is to just kind of master time blocking to the point where productivity is uh, maximum capacity, I guess. Yeah.
2: So when you say time blocking you're basically saying i'm structuring my day where it's predictable on my side i spend yeah. x amount of time each day doing one thing mm-hmm. yeah i spend the you know like that so how are you time blocking your day right now or attempting to so, time block your day
1: yeah so in the morning i like to get my workouts wake up around 6:30 um mm-hmm. and then get home trade until 12 o'clock p.m eastern time so that's about three hours into the market whatever happens there i'm fine with it i lose or i win i try to you know just get out of the computer and just stop trading and then at least right now i'm incorporating studying for my exam Mm -hmm. so i'll study for my exam and then call agents maybe five to seven and then try to find capital through friends and families, which is, I guess, I think is the the easiest way right now, or like Mm -hmm. reaching out to friends, 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 families, you know, just digging deep into other people's network.
0: Yeah. You're just using your contact network as, as far as you can take it. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: One, one individual alone, I've, I've managed to raise half of the funds that I've needed to raise for each, for all the properties. So I just need that. I just need to find that one person who, you know, who can, I guess, who can be my big investor or has a lump sum of cash? Yeah. Who's willing to invest without doing any of the work
2: and not putting you on the spot, but yeah, a hundred
1: properties is what
2: you'd kind of like to get to over time. Yeah. It's probably not enough friends and family
1: to get you to a hundred. No, so, how are not. you
2: kind of thinking about that?
1: So, eventually, I'll have capital to work with on my own where I won't even need to tap into friends and families for a hundred properties. And right now, at least the main goal is to recycle the money that have, that my, co- my investors have right now and recycle it with to multiple properties. Right. That's yeah. the yep. main goal.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of people, um, I mean, raising, raising money on real estate, is like really easy and really hard at the same time, in my opinion. Because mm, you know, yeah. Shane and I have had to do it, um, and we went to friends and family in the beginning. Right. Um, and it's easy because there's you're you're putting money into something. It's not like someone's giving me two hundred thousand dollars for an idea. Right now, I have to go execute it, test the market, and like it's it could all disappear. Right, at least you're putting it into something. And most people who have that kind of disposable income or money that they could use to invest in are pretty well under the awareness that real estate is a nice asset to purchase. So it's it's not even like you have to explain much to them. Right, they're like yeah, just kind of a decision whether I want to give you the money. Right, yeah. Hard parts about it is for most people, unless you're flipping a house, it's a it's a long term investment. You know, mm-hmm. so if you're if you're an investor that wants to give, let's do, just for simple numbers, two hundred grand on say, hey, yeah, agent, I got two hundred grand, I'll give it to you. I'm okay investing in real estate. Uh, how am I getting it back? When am I getting it back? And um, or do I just have two hundred thousand sitting around? And I'd rather have it sitting around in something that's appreciating. Um, and then all I got to really do is trust. Can you keep it rented? And can we keep it rented for that price? Um, so when you're talking to someone, could you say that you're, you're kind of time blocking soliciting funds. If you were to call me, um, how would you kind of cover that? Like, how would you say, like, I got 200 grand, like, what does that kind of sound like? I think a lot of people know people that have money and real estate's a simple kind of connection. They kind of are interested in this, but I think that's where a lot of people stop is they're kind of like, Oh, I don't know how to ask for it. I don't know how to tell them your money back, you know? Um, So when you're, or how safe it is or what it would look like. So, you know, this, like kind of fumble through that a little bit. I think it would be a lot of value for people to kind of hear you say like how you handle that because I know <laughs> it is me. So our last thing I, as me, I'm usually the guy that will go out and solicit potentially funds. You right? go back to yeah. the money. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something that I've always been trying to figure out how to, how to do right. Better. How to say, cause I always am comfortable with what I'm doing, especially now at 42. You know, I think uh, back at times where I solicited funds and I'm almost embarrassed at myself. It's almost like I over leverage just the relationship. And it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, I can't believe I even did that. Thank God I at least got the money back to them. That was stupid. You know, I mean, like they gave it to me because they love me or because they think I'm a lot smarter than I was at the time or knowledgeable, maybe is a better word you know yeah. um so how do you kind of walk me through that a little bit when you talk about asking uh people to partner with you and provide capital like kind of walk through that a little bit
1: well at first it's it's more of a relationship building mm-hmm. so i don't really come out of like right away and say hey i'm looking for money right now you know i i definitely don't want the, one of the main things that i'm focusing on whenever i try to raise capital is not to sound desperate for their money because right. at the end of the day if you know if if they can see the basic math behind the property. They know that, you know, they're winning at the buy right away. I mean, it's not like we're purchasing properties and we're overpaying for it. So we, we at least my, what what I like to do whenever I'm raising capital is I try to make sure that the investors feel that they're investing in a safe asset. Meaning, you know, tell them about my strategies, where we're we investing, how do we manage it? Um, and really who they're investing with, because they're investing with me, but they know that, you know, my mentor is also helping me structure these deals. So it's not like, oh, some kid who just started one year ago is taking my hundreds of of dollars and investing into a property. I make sure that they know that, hey, I'm managing your money and these properties will be purchased by me, but I actually have someone who has X amount of properties, who's been in here for X amount of years and, you know, structuring the deals and I'm trying to get to their level. So at the same time, it's not just they're investing in, in the property, but they're investing in me, um, being able to grow my business and, and learn, mm-hmm. I guess. I'm not sure if I said that in a way no, where people made, No, I it, think it understand. makes sense. Yeah. I think yeah. they're not coming at them with,
2: let me tell you how much money you can make. Yeah. <laughs> right? um, usually if anything sounds like that from the beginning of my experience, it's just like, all right. Yeah. yeah uh i think it was i can't remember i think it was your your dad Shane, uh, my uncle your, your uncle dad, yeah who was just kind of like listen man uh i'm sure it would be great for you if i gave you money and he was saying that to me but he was saying that in a way that's like that's how you know you're probably off when yeah. asking for someone to like if it appears to be really great for you right um and it's kind of saying like, oh, Adrian, I'm sure it would be awesome for you if I gave five hundred thousand to you, and it's the yeah. statement of kind of like you haven't made me feel comfortable yet, right? Right. It yeah. just sounds like if I gave you money, things really get better for you, and I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to figure out where I fit into that. I'm sure, you know, um, and I think that's so I. I I think it's what you said does make sense. It's like, I'm not selling the opportunity as much as I'm selling just a smart decision, Mm -hmm. right? And it's my job. And you're kind of saying, correct me if I'm wrong, I think what I heard you say was, um, I'm trying to get them to understand why it's a smart investment and not skipping that part and just selling the potential profit they can make. Yeah, trying to get them to understand because they'll see the X's and O's. If I've done my job correctly, by laying mm-hmm. out the opportunity, and then the X's and O's can kind of explain to themselves, and they just or it can be self-explanatory, and they can just decide whether or not they want to do it or not.
1: Yeah, kind of. Like- and if exactly, and if they don't want to do it, then they don't want to do it. There's someone else out there who actually understands the deal. Will will fund it because I think the most important thing about raising capital is having the deal at hand first and being able to yeah. showcase that. You're I think sure. when the yeah uh the other day I made a TikTok and a lot of people are asking how do you invest in real estate without money and I keep telling everyone find the deal first and the money will come because money is not hard to come by whenever you have the deal. Someone out there can be your financial partner who actually help you structure the deal and finance the entire thing. Just find the deal first and you know everything will come after that. Yeah,
2: and you know, that's a yeah. that's a it's a really simple point that I think is really important. Um so anyone who's listening, right? Um this is the best advice I can personally give you. Um if you put yourself in a position where someone says no, right? Uh it is so hard to turn that no later into a yes. That's right. Right? So before you go and you ask somebody, especially if you're raising capital, Right. So listen to what Adrian just kind of said. It's like um, you got to go find the deal first. So don't call mom, dad, cousins, uncles, brothers, sisters, nephews, or nephews. Know, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah. How much is she making off her Instagram? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <we> call her? <laughs> yeah. Um, if you just call those people and say, Hey, here's what I want to do. Would you give, be willing to throw me three, $400,000 to go buy some properties and to do this. And it's like, eh, I think we're going to pass. I think we're going to pass right. yeah. And then to go find the deal and then call them back up and say, okay, here's what I found. Dude, didn't I tell you that we're going to pass on this? Yeah. Like as soon as you create this, no, it is almost impossible. I mean, you really have to like, at that point you're, even if you got that person to give you money, I've always found they do it like begrudgingly, right? They're just like, right. Fine. Gee, even at Christmas, if this will get you to stop calling me, we can get back to talking about Thanksgiving plans. I would just (laughs) do that. Right. Yeah. Um, Go find your deal first, find the property. And I think it's such an easy point that people just forget about, you know, they, um, they forget about, you know, they think they need the money first. You do technically need the money first, but you need to find the pro. You need to find the deal first, and then let the deal raise the capital. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, not exactly. necessarily. Yeah, Going so in I think it's, it's a really go. important point. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, so, how much do you have now? Well, listen. Use this as a platform. Um, I'm serious. Yes. Um, uh Thank you, guys. Yeah. Use. Uh, so. How does somebody get a hold of you? Uh,
1: easiest way would be probably my phone number or Instagram, I guess. I'm just still trying to build everything, so I'm using Instagram right now to what's your build my platform? Account? What's your it's a uh, underscore Salvador's, my last name, but with a door. The- at the end. oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good. <laughs> Went to school for engineering,
2: but he's got this yes. marketing angle. Yeah. Well, and
0: that's, you know, it's cool. So, so real quick with, with all the social stuff that, that Addy's been doing um, he's, he's learning very quickly how beneficial it is to actually use those platforms for what they were actually meant to be in the first place. Um, and and that's not talking about Facebook. I'm talking about, I mean, TikTok's kind of a funny little thing. That's kind of, we'll see how it transpires, you know, as far as the continuing in the United States or not. Um, but, but Instagram for sure was designed as a platform, not only to just share pictures, but share pictures for, for, uh, artists, for photographers. And that was kind of what it was kind of geared towards. It was really geared towards business minded people. And the reason being Instagram because it's owned by Facebook could use that as ad revenue And if people are out there promoting themselves to actually help their business, well, what better way to be able to piggyback that, with just simple advertising for them to make money off of it, right? So that, if you understand what it's used for and you use it in that way, it is very beneficial. Um, And the faster you can grow it, the faster you can start making a lot more money that way. And it's not necessarily you making money off of Instagram or off of YouTube. It's from where you know what comes from those things the the more subscribers you have the more followers you have the faster it is for people to say oh i know you guys yeah how many yeah yeah, i want to get in on one of those properties with you how do i do that it's easy to contact people it's it keeps it personal and private um you can put your phone number your business stuff on there which which is good that you've done that stuff but um adrian's done a great job with it especially recently he did a he did a you went live on Instagram recently on a, a property you're getting an appraisal on. Yeah. And then you did a TikTok video, right? Of Yeah, because someone
1: had company. commented, Hey, Adrian, go make a TikTok about this property. Right. So right. I was like, You know what? I've been thinking about doing TikTok for a while. So I just did it on the spot. And uh, yeah. And within 48
0: and hours, up... you had how many views?
1: 150,000. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it it's it just blown up. I think it's around 170 right now.
2: Yeah, it's crazy because if I did a TikTok, uh, like my daughter would watch it. Like, oh, that's so cool, dad yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well that's <laughs> my, yeah, and that's my point is that if you're if you're doing the now, obviously there's people on there that are doing TikTok, I call it TikTok stuff. I feel like I'm Kevin Hart yeah. now. Um <laughs> but but it you know it works for you know it works for reviews, but but if you use it in that aspect, like like you've done Adrian. And you're sharing knowledge, right? You're—I mean—you're giving in information on stuff. Oh, yeah. what do you get there? What is that? See, Adrian, this is one thing that you don't get. Wow! Time to sure. <laughs> yeah, no, life I'm that brings definitely. you more coffee.
2: Thank you, love.
1: That's, well,
0: I—I going to call somebody. My like
1: little—I'm
0: <laughs> locked in. I'm locked in my studio dungeon down here, and nobody gives a shit. You got see somebody's bringing you coffee. This (laughs) texture. Can I have more coffee? Yeah, I'm I'm actually in my kitchen. uh, Damn, Um, that's impressive. But yeah, so I mean, and I've I've been harping on Evan for a while. I think Evan has the capability because of his personality. And now he's being pretty reserved today. But Mm -hmm. very, I call it professional. But it's um, eight in
2: the morning. I'm not. Well, maybe yeah.
0: Hey Sadie, bring him some more coffee. Let's (laughs) get him going.
2: My my peak my peak energy is like a two, and then at like four I'm thinking nap, and right? So I, and then I'm you're like, done. Let's just caffeine through it. Get these kids to bed, and then let's pretend like I'm gonna sit up and play Call of Duty. Coffee twenty four seven. yeah and I just fall asleep <laughs> on the couch. Yeah, just put it in your um, veins. No,
0: no, but yeah. I, I I really harped on yeah IV. I really harped on him to kind of get going because I think it'd be beneficial not only for him but for us in general. I mean I'm trying to brand built by Bailey's. In every aspect that it can be, right? I think and, it'd be awesome. Yeah, and it's just you using. I've I've jumped into it really kind of hardcore in the last year, and, and using it the way it should be used is super beneficial. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. You guys, freeze again. You froze, yeah, but at least though, you're, but you're, you're you still can yeah. you can still yeah. hear you. Yeah. So
0: Comcast, I will be calling you later. This is this is unacceptable oh. now. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You know what's hard is going back to that time idea of
2: time blocking and its importance Mm -hmm. of that. You know, um, and I've thought about it. Trust me, Um, I think I'm a budding instant, uh, uh, a budding uh, social media star, right? (laughs) Not really, Um, but (laughs) but you could. I think I think there are things, especially with the different industries and things that whether it's banking and finance or. And Adrian, I'm a a real creative person. I like doing art and anything that piques my interest, I'll just do. Um, But that's also been part of my problem is I have all these other interests and things I want to do. So time blocking, it's one of the things that, you know, I don't like actually structure my time blocking, but I'm very aware of it, right? I'm very aware Mm -hmm. of what I'm spending my time on. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm like probably... 30% 30% of my daily thinking is like, should I be working on this? Is there, should I be doing yeah. that? Should I be doing this today? You know, um, how much time do I need to allocate towards this? And I'm very aware when I'm wasting time or where uh, we, like, if you have, let's say thing A to do, and this sun's coming through and glare glares all of a sudden, but uh, you're gonna get sunburned, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, but here's A, right? Uh, thing i can do here's b thing i can do and it's like i know that a is my tesla sports car and i just need to get that thing going right and so what ends up happening for me is when i allocate time towards something else it's not that it like it almost causes this like visceral reaction in me where i'm like oh man what i what am i doing you know um so it's really it's it's um And I'm not explaining this very well, but it's one of the reasons why I struggle getting dialed in on like things like social media, because it's kind of this like start and it's an important thing. And and I certainly know that with all the things that you're wanting to do, that having a being able to expand your presence to a lot of people is huge, but it also You know, it's where I struggle with is taking time away from this. And Shane and I have talked about this at I'm like you can do it without spending a lot of time. It just takes a conscious effort. Um, And I think that's one of the things where with all the different things that I'm doing or trying to do, it's this constant, um, like, do I want to put the effort into that? Do I need to put the effort into that? And it just happens to be that the things that I'm doing don't require, you know, A social media presence, right? So I know that there's, that's the one thing I think, and I'll say this to Shane too, I think that's the one thing where I'm becoming more aware, like the thing that I'm trying to do, that's going to make this amount of money that then opens up the door for a lot more things uh, like Shane and I are doing or wanting to do, um, does not require more people. It just requires, it's just a simple formula. It's Evan's energy times output times, um, you know, making smart decisions. And the more that I can focus on that, then that thing will then end up blossoming. And it's well on its way. Um, mm-hmm. And that will just open up all these doors. But it's always this struggle for me, uh, just personally speaking. And I think if I'm saying that there's probably somebody else out there that's probably thinking, yeah, fuck, man, that's me too, man. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't know when to spend my time. And sometimes when I go do the things that I think people tell me I need to go be doing and using social media is that idea like, hey, man, you need to go do this. You need to go do that. And it's like every time I do that, right, that may make sense for them. But for me, it's this time. It's like I only got 24 hours. I want six of them at minimum to be sleep, right? Another hour to be self-hygiene, right, (laughs) or whatever it is. And you start whittling it down. You're like, fuck, man, I only have like seven hours. I have all these things that I wanted to um, yeah, I, I really think as I've gotten older, I think that's the one thing where, uh, I've learned the most it's, I think about the things that I was doing, that was a waste of time. And there are things that are a waste of time when it's all about money, but then it's like, it's not a waste of time for your personal health or your emotional or mental health, you know? Right. Um, and that's and it's, the difference. That's that the difference. balance is tough.
0: Yeah. But if you're yeah. doing like I said, if you're doing it for business purposes, like you're Adrian is at a property, he's meeting the appraiser, right? He has to be there at the property, walking the property with the appraiser. Mm-hmm. Well, he's already there doing his job. Why don't you put that on Instagram? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's mm-hmm. not allocating additional time to it. Mm-hmm. He's using his day and he's just basically multitasking into those arenas. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the way to use it correctly. If you're trying to find something to put on social media, to, to create something that's outside of what your blocks of time are about, it's not going to work. And you're going to feel stuck. You're going to feel lost. You're going to feel like you're adding time. You know, if I'm going to be in my shop building furniture, right? I'm going to film it. I'm already there doing it. If I'm going to build a house and it's going to have certain features that I want to advertise, I'm going to do it. I'm going to film it. That's, that's not, it's just me multitasking through my day. It's not me finding an additional two or three hours to, to, you know, to provide to some sort of social media or, or media source of, of something, right? That, mm-hmm. That's how you use it properly. And if you can't do it that way, it's because probably what you're doing professionally doesn't require or, or really need that. Does that yeah. make sense?
2: No, totally. Um, and that's the and difference. I think that's kind of
0: me. Like yeah, when right you
2: put now, out the video of you evaluating a flip, I mean, right, I called you up and I was like, dude, you need to be doing that a hell of a lot more. Right. Like, that was so informational. That was so good. Right. And I think and you put out another one, you know, but I guess it goes to the question of do you it's kind of this self-identification with what mm-hmm. I'm wanting to do, right? Moving forward. Is this an important part of what I'm doing? Do I need more exposure? Cause that's really what it is, right? right. It's just exposure. Uh, do I need to and, let and more branding. people know yeah. what I'm doing and branding? Right. right? right. Yeah. And I think if you're in your model, I think it makes sense, not your model, but what you're trying to do makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Cause what you're selling is sound investments to people,
1: right? right. You're yeah. saying,
2: listen, And so the more that I can demonstrate or document my, yeah make good sound decisions and Mm -hmm. credibility. I mean, what are people giving money in? Everyone, in my opinion, always thinks that you're giving money to something because they want to make money. Right. Yeah, yes and no. They're also giving money because of credibility. They're giving money because of history. They're saying, listen, you know, it's like if you went and said, I don't know how much money you're going to make on this, but I can know historically that the money that I have received is dot 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 in terms of returns for people. Or this is how I protect it. You know, you might just be selling um, an investment that is secure more than an investment mm-hmm. that makes a lot of money. And so you, you know, documenting this stuff and being able to have more content out that says, "Oh shit, this person's credible." You know, I always felt like that was the first thing you're always having to cover with somebody. And it's usually why friends and family is the easiest is because they know you. They already know, you know, Adrian's not a crook. Adrian's not a scammer or a con man. Adrian, I know Adrian's work ethic. And so instantly I will now consider the investment. So if it's not a friend or family, it's almost like you have to create this brand, of, or brand yeah. right? Uh, so in that example, then yeah, I think a real strong social media presence where people can go and say, God, look at this guy. He's everywhere. He's doing everything. And he's, Here he is, you know, meeting an appraiser. Here he is talking about these things. I saw him on a podcast where they were talking about this. And I think that goes a long ways. I think just for me, you know, outside of our own podcast, um, I don't necessarily need it. Right. I don't right. need to expose myself. Hmm. Exp- Do I expose mm. myself. <laughs> <laughs> right. <So> there's like, <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is your podcast about?
1: <laughs> um, I don't
2: need exposure um, to be able to get the thing that I'm identifying as going back to that metaphor, my expensive Tesla sports car to get to where I'm yeah. at. And so, um so anytime that I do it now, just, it literally does just seem like it's taking away time from something, which is a fucking stupid thing, right? Because it takes like seconds, but it it's still nice. this process where I say, I have to do this. I, I need to get on and do that. And it's this mental space that I'm spending today. Yeah. what just like, it's easier if I just nip that right now and focus on this and I think when Shane and I get doing some of the other things that we want to do, I think that will change. Yeah, it'll make
0: more sense for yeah. you because you'll 100%. be incorporated into the channel itself and into other things. Mm-hmm. I mean, Adrian is going to see this. He's, he's going to because he's doing a great job with his presence on social media. And trying. It's a, you're using basically it's it's what Gary Vee talks about, you know, well, love and 150, hate. 150,000 TikTok views is not trying.
2: That's well yeah
0: exactly but he's using the right platforms and he's you're getting yourself out there to become personable credible mm-hmm. knowledgeable those are all the things as evan was good at doing for many years too and he still does in his in his current job is his, his real job mm-hmm. right yeah. Yeah. is to is to sell that stuff because i you know i need you guys to to, to say yes to this so mm-hmm. i have to be personable i have to be liked and that's what you, you bring that. And you have to have certain personalities to be that per, you know, to be that successful at it. But Adrian's going to see as he continues to grow with these media platforms, as part of your company is always a media company. If you're going to be able to do this correctly, you're yeah. going to see people are going to call you up and say, I know that guy. How do I get involved with you? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Have you seen that yet, Adrian? Have you, have you, do you think you're starting to kind of get a draw from that as, as fast as it's happened?
1: Yeah. Uh, so many people because the way i did it i marketed my my instagram page through my tiktok Mm -hmm. so i've been getting a lot of people asking me questions on instagram i've been actually getting a lot lot of phone calls which i'm very happy about because it's it's a lot of young individuals that are actually reaching out to me and it makes me so happy because if i would if i were able to do this at a younger age i would have done it and just makes me so younger happy than to, you 23. Know, <laughs> yeah younger, man so there's 14. like there's this Teenagers. 13 year old who, who yep. hit me up. 13 years old and he's like hey man i you know your thing is really inspiring and and what can i do to get started i'm 13 years old and i don't know how to make money and like that makes me happy because at least someone at 13 years old is 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 his head is at the right place and if i can do a good job i can change his life forever
0: those that, kids that head
1: just, of time. Head of, like crazy. you are,
0: but that's but that's yeah. see that's what's 13 that They have Jesus. the ability in this generation that's all in front of them already, right? That they, yeah, born with that already. Does that make sense? And that, so and that's what
1: I see. That. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They know like, how. Can, how can I tap into to more individuals who doesn't know about this? And I know, like, since everybody's on social media, I figured TikTok is the best place to reach out to young individuals who right. actually needs a, you know, the, some type of direction in right. their life. Like, they, they're right. looking for something, but they just don't know where to start. So at least my main goal is if I can just change one person's life. that's I'm happy. At least I did my job with the social media platform. No, i totally. Yeah. No, yeah. that's... Um, this is great.
2: I'm some I'm still... I'm still... <laughs> A 13 year old reached out to you. That's insane to me. It's yeah. almost like I just want to say, hey, man, you'll be fine. But no, just the, <laughs> yeah. fact, at 13, I, the fact that you're even, you'll be good,
1: man. <laughs> I told him, I was like, dude, you'll be so, so much more well off than me by the time you're 23. You have no worries. Cause he's like, he's at, his, he's at this stage where he feels the way I feel. He's like, oh, I don't have enough time. I'm like, bro, you're 13 years old. You have so much time in your life. You literally have 10 years more than me. Right.
2: Okay. Uh, well, yeah. the thing, and in Shane, and I think I don't remember, but uh, we've talked about this before. But uh, I read somewhere. Um, by the way, if you know me, you'll hear me say that all the time. I can never remember where I get my information. Same. I just remember reading it at some <laughs> point. I am horrible with same. names. Oh yeah, yeah. No, totally. You know what, man? I'm I'm bad with names too. Uh, and I've actually made this like uh, way to be okay with it. Where I'm just like, listen, it's not that I don't care about you. It's just that I care so deeply about the ones that I have. I don't have a lot of space. <laughs> yeah. My, my brain is caring big enough to remember <laughs> right. this. this I, because I don't want to. It's just because I care about those people so much that <laughs> so they get so much of my mental energy. I just don't have room for you.
1: <laughs> but you remember everyone's faces.
2: I remember everyone's faces. Yeah, and I remember, exactly. And, me too. And, I, and I generally remember everything that I've done. I just can't specifically remember how it came about, right? And
0: Evan yeah. will always say, oh, yeah, but did you hear about this and this? And I'm like, where do- what source? He goes, I have no fucking idea. I, I, just, <laughs> read I just read it somewhere. Um, and he said, yeah. he'll he say, look down the street oh, in the conversations. Oh, my God. Do you know? remember that guy? Do you remember that guy? And I'm looking remember at him. He's like, I what, that what was... is that guy's name? That. And I'll be like, it's Patrick. It's just like this. I thought it was
1: just me.
2: You mean Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. The guy with the beard. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah, no, no. It's it's the, it's what I got from it. That's important. The details don't matter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Um, you no, know doesn't say I read this somewhere where, um, like, I think it's like 80% of your wealth is made between the ages of, I think, 50 and like 65 or like, it was something like that. Like all that's of the team. money that you make mm-hmm. is like. yeah.
0: Between the ages,
2: maybe it was like 45 to 60. I think that's what it was.
0: I think it's going to change though, don't you? I think that's going to change. But it's a weird that thing you think about.
2: if you think yeah. about all the money that you've made up to this point, right? 80% of that overall wealth. So they it's say coming after a, this. Yeah. So if you, that's what uh-huh. I say about if that's true. And logically, that makes sense to me, right? Like you can you know, if let's just use a corporate job as an example, you know, you get out of school, you go get your $40,000 job, you work for a while, you can make some raises or, you, you know, five, six years, and then you get that promotion. And then there's like, go to 75,000. Then you switch careers because there's a, or industry because there's a new opportunity because you just got some information and some experience and you realize, oh, I'm going to come over here to this sector. And then I'm going to get that $120,000 job right? Then you work there for a little while, you get a couple bonuses yeah. and, and next thing you know, you got all this experience and now you're in a position to get like a C-level position maybe, or upper management or, and then it goes to 250. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden for yeah. 250 for 15 years is what you make, right? And so yeah. that's kind of this, okay, over the course of time, you've made $10 million, right? And people, by the way, I've said this to people, people are like, I'd love to make 10 million, like, I mean, you make hundred thousand dollars a year, yeah, every Multiple ten money. years is a million. Right, you're gonna work for the next. So there's three, right? Um, that's not if you like, save all your money if and you save all your money, money, but that's what you've made, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you go back and like, wait, yeah, do it. You've spent three million dollars on <laughs> shit, right? Yeah. Um, but um, that's why I say that thirteen-year-old, if he's already there, and then think about his equation. I started that example off at like forty-five thousand coming mm. out of school. Yeah. At but 22 years old. At 22, if he's already at a hundred, by the time he gets where all that experience and networking and it everything is, be insane. It, so the sooner you start on that, it's really insane. And of course, if you make good decisions in your 20s, which I think is crucial, crucial, um, that you're just adding to this stack. Like, um, you know, I, let, me, let me back up. I, I think a lot of times the reason. Um, so I'll, I'll put something on here personally. I think sometimes I get not depressed. I think I, it makes me sad to think about, you know, that there's so much that I feel like I could do now and I'm still doing th- things, right? It's like, man, I feel like I blew it those yeah. first few years. I had yeah. the energy. I felt like I had the intelligence. I felt like I had the wherewithal and the discipline. And I just, man, I didn't quite explode in my 20s and 30s. And it's really just a statement of how much you've done up to this point. It's just, I'm conscious right. of my, or I'm aware now of what I know. And I still don't know everything by, shit, I've picked up two or three things off of you that I've even scribbled down, right? So <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, that's a fucking good point. No, good point. I'll whiteboard that later. You yeah. know? Um, but my point is, I can't get to where I'm at at 42. And I have to remind myself, and this is weird saying this to a 23 year old, but I'm only 42.
1: And if the majority
2: of my wealth is made between the ages of 45 and 60, like 80% of it, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go into those years with an immense amount of experience, whether it's good experience, even bad experiences, good experience, you know, um, And so I'm fine. I'm doing great, man. I'm I really think that I can forecast out the next five, 10 years. And it looks pretty awesome for me. Right. And Mm -hmm. that makes me happy. But I also don't want to get too complacent with that because I always like kind of the the starving hustler mentality. Right. You know, I still want to think I'm never there. Right. But yeah, it's better. Um, I just uh, I know I I hear what you're saying at 23, man, and I commend you, man. This is a it's not an easy game, but in, in, in a weird way, it kind of is. It's just kind of like, it's not really all that complicated. What I think yeah. we do such an amazing job of overcomplicating. It's these, not, and that was really my point. If I go yeah. back and I said, man, and I could take what I know now and go back and talk to 23-year-old Evan and just be like, listen, man, it's not as complicated as you think it is. You have to have some money. You buy something that has value. It's an asset. And there's two or three ways that you can kind of monetize that don't overcomplicate it. Right. Mm -hmm. We get so caught up. And this is where sometimes with the social media stuff, it's just a good example. You think you need to do all of these things. All of those things are great and they can help you, but it's really not that complicated. You're buying something, you're selling it for profit, right? Make. And what's hard about it is just having the discipline to make what you're buying a good decision. And then figuring out how to get the money. That's like, that's it. If you put 90% of your effort into that, as long as you have the money, you'll be able to do it. And so that's always where people go. And I think what you said earlier is don't try to go raise the money. Go find find the deal. Go find the project first. That is only one variable in there and it's your time. That's it. Like all you have to do is spend time to do that and effort. And that is a controllable variable because it's you. So go get yeah. those things together. Don't overcomplicate it. You don't need to figure out how to get to 100 yet. You just need to figure out how to get going. And then yeah. as you learn more, just trust that you're going to learn more and you're going to refine and you're going to whittle things down and then you'll be able to go and get it done. And I think yeah. you're a really good example of this. It's just, I mean, that's why I've, I think I was just blown away with the fact that this was just a few years ago that you've decided this is what I'm doing. And the fact that you've already accumulated you know three got two under whatever it is five five projects is exactly my point like a year and a half ago you were you know listening to an old filipino lady and here you are with five properties and it's with no real estate experience prior to this right no yeah just this year alone and really you're doing it with 50 percent of your time Because you're blocking half your day on trading options. Right. Yeah. It's like, so I think, I hope that's what people are hearing when they hear this. It's like, I think a lot of times we want to express to people, oh, it's hard and only I can do it. Right. I'm just amazing. It's like, yeah, you know, maybe you are amazing, but yeah, it's not that hard. You're doing it with 50% of your time with only a year's worth of experience. And you got five properties, five assets that are making money. In terms of rental income and are appreciating, and you're building wealth. And I think it's just like, it's not, and it's not, I always want to, this is the last thing I'll say, but it's, it's, I don't want people to think that, you know, I'm saying that what you're doing is not impressive. It is impressive, right? But I think it's more just, you're a good example of it's not that complicated. The complication is having the discipline and the wherewithal to figure out how to do it yourself. And um, I think what will get hard for you, in my opinion, which I'll be interested to circle back maybe one year from now with you, it's like how to get from five to like right properties. Because I think at some point you're going to have to figure out, you know, with with your own money, right, how to keep doing this, and are you willing to do that? It'll be hard to let go of, like, holy shit, I'm actually making a lot of money do i want yeah. to go get the house and buy the $2500 couch or do i want to keep going and keep doing this and figure out how to replicate this to get to 100 i think that will be interesting to see and that yeah. is what's complicated to me but just getting started
0: isn't that difficult yeah right yeah. yeah it's it's but but it's you're scaling it in order to get to a goal that you're trying to attain and addy's trying to get 100 properties at some point down the line you have to scale it and there's all these tools and it's not just about you going out and finding one after the other. You, you have to get more people on board, whatever that means. Sometimes it's, it's actually hiring people to help. Sometimes it's just literally partnering with people. Um, but you have to scale the money. You have to scale the, the, the resources that you have and, and the, the, the width, the, you know, the base of the, the bandwidth that you need to be able to get to that goal. So, as you progress, you're going to see that. And I think one of those tools, I mean, honestly, for me is, 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 I mean, you're going to use advertising on some level. Well, it's just you going and knocking on doors or it's you with social media, or it's a combination of, but the real estate is all about word of mouth, right? It's networking. Yeah. So how do you network? And, and I think what you're doing with it, the social media part is a networking tool that like Evan was saying, it's not that complicated. It's actually pretty easy. And if people are willing to use it, if they knew how to use it correctly. I mean, look what's gonna happen. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Like yesterday, I had um, I hosted a meetup group. I'm I'm on top of TikTok and everything that else that I'm doing. I'm actually trying to create this local accountability group where I can help out people in my area. Right. So and, and it was a it was a good little meetup as as my first one and ended up pretty successful. So how many people you know, came to keep, that? Uh, ten out of the and, twenty who said they were. And calling. who were these people? Are These brokers or these? What is this there? Most of them were first time, uh, real estate investors. Okay. who were just trying to get All into the right, game. Okay, gotcha. who, yeah.
0: Okay. Getting information. Yeah. They're just they're yeah. gathering
1: what you're doing and, and they want
0: to learn how to do it. I mean,
1: they're just, yeah. Big cause big. I, I posted my story on bigger pockets and a lot of people were motivated by it and wanted to like create this group. So I figured why not? I'll just create a meetup for us guys and we can just keep going with this every week or every two weeks. Let's meet up. Let's see where each other's are at. And, uh, try to keep each other accountable that, you know, we have, we're going towards our goal at the right way. And I think the best way to go about it is having, you know, like you guys said, the relationship and, and numerizing everything that you're doing. Like, I think, you know, entrepreneurship is, is, is related to weight losing. Um, If anybody here has ever tried to lose weight you just have to make everything into a numbers game and it's, it's, it, it gets easier from there.
0: Yep that's that's a good point it's like losing weight yeah
1: yeah i
2: eat x amount of calories i was obese before (laughs) i was super (laughs) i was
1: was, yeah my doctor was like oh you're obese i'm like like i mean he said it in a nicer way of course yeah but you know yeah Yeah, ever since then i've tried to learn how to lose weight yeah
0: yeah and i think the you're you're seeing your mindset change because of all the different things that you're doing and that that equates to the way you live you know your health um how it's yeah. easier to motivate yourself to go work out. If you're, if you're in a routine and, and you're, you know, Evan and I know if you're blocking time, like you're talking about and you have a schedule, you get up at the same time every day. It's not just five days a week or three days a week. You're getting up. I mean, I literally wake up every day about the same time. I may, I may get an extra hour just laying in bed, but I'm like laying there stretching. I get to a point where I, I can't be there any longer. And I know it's because yeah. the day is going to get away from me in whatever facet that means. But your, your mindset changes once you get into that. And, and the longer you go through a routine, the mm-hmm. easier it is. I mean, that's, that's what it yeah. comes down to. So I'm hoping to get there. Yeah. And listen, you're on the right, you're on the right track. You, I mean, you, you have the right mindset. And the, I think the hard part, we talk about how easy it is the hard part is staying in a mindset. It's staying disciplined. Um, and that's where most people in these industries, especially fall out. And I'm talking about real estate. I'm talking about construction too, where people can, they they think it's a cool industry to get into until they see the actual physical intake it's, it's, it's going to give them right. And they yeah. don't like that. There's, there's, there's a routine that people can't get into. And if you can stay in that, the longer you go, it's a, it becomes a habit and habits are easy yeah. to maintain, right? Good or bad.
1: And, Exactly, and that's why I think it's it's important to find people in your market wherever sector you're in. I think it's nice to have someone in there so that you can at least not put a hundred percent of your focus into keeping yourself accountable because other people can do it and I feel like it's easier to keep someone else accountable more than yourself. so it kind of like it kind of bounced back with each other and you know like like well you know well I've done at least with some people. You know we've created this group uh you know about it um and it, it helps us you know be more accountable better at least that's what i'm trying to replicate with my local groups and international groups as well
0: yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's you're doing you're doing the right stuff and, and, and accountability is another another thing that's important um you, you have to have people to lean on and they need to lean on you and it, you're not only sharing knowledge but you're also keeping yourself honest and in order to do that, you can't be on your own. I mean, whatever that means, yeah. you got to have family support, friends have to be involved, the real ones. But you have to have people in 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 your industry. And, and Evan and I know that over the years, you have to lean on people to do that. Whether it's within your as your coworkers or your business partner, whatever that is, yeah. you're keeping each other honest to continue that that motivation and that habit habitual
1: movement towards success. Yeah. So. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. A, I think success effective. is a it's a team team game. Absolutely. So. Yeah,
2: and you we'll always throw out a little caution too, you know, sometimes more is not better. Right. Know, yeah More of the exactly. right people is yeah. good. But um people, in my opinion, um for the most part, the more I expand, the people I go do things with. It's like I've kind of learned like these these people are almost my biggest time sucks. Right? Yeah, yeah, like it's yeah. almost better for me. I'm I'm. It's have it's really about having the right people, I guess. I you know I'm a whiteboarder. I, always what I say. I have a you know giant whiteboard down here, and I spend a lot of time in front of it trying to connect dots and write stuff
0: up. And I'm better doing that
2: by myself. For yeah sure, you know
0: sure yeah. the work the yeah. workload changes depending on who you are but you and, and it could be it could be just one person is all you need to make a phone call once yeah. a day yeah, yeah i mean it could mm-hmm. be your uncle it could be it could be me it could be whoever it is you get you know just just to even bounce ideas off of and they may not even really I mean, I've, over the years, some people <laughs> sometimes I don't,
2: they don't even say anything. It's just like, yeah. oh, oh, did I help you? Okay.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I sat there on the phone. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, sounds great. And that's all they needed. They just need confirmation. But that's, right. it's yeah. that same sort of, yeah. Hey man, let's see. Let, let me know next week how that went, you know, just call yeah, me totally. back next week and, yeah. and update me. And you know, I've done that with you and I know that mm-hmm. the other guys that we're connected with have done that too. And mm-hmm. it's the same, you know, we're not all doing the same stuff, but it's the mm-hmm. same ideas. Mm-hmm. We're checking in. Hey, by the way, you said you were gonna call that guy last week. What did he say? Oh, you know what, man, I didn't call mm-hmm. him. Well, yeah. when you get off with me, you better call him then. Like that's that. That's that push that. And we're human beings. We all get to a place of complacency. You know, you felt that. I mean, Evan and I have been there many times, and we need to. You know, somebody's mm-hmm. just pants, right? We just need mm-hmm. to be like, shit, man. You're right. I, I got to. Yeah, I'll call him today, and I'll, I need yeah. to get back yeah. in touch. With him. So. That's the end. I mean, that's what it is. At in this industry, that's a lot of what it is 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 getting habitual with it, but also having somebody that's going to like push you and mm-hmm. keep moving. It's not just yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah.
1: So
2: what's uh, what's uh, what's next week look like? You a lot of the same, just doing a lot of the same. I think you're just such a good example for people to kind of. Take a look
1: at uh, who want to get into this. I think this I mean, at least this week the the main goal is to pass my exam, which I'm taking this Friday. Yeah, and which and exam is this? This is the state exam for my licensee. It was real estate gotcha. Yeah. I think it's okay. a it's it's a good way to kind of branch myself as well, because I can get I can help people get started with real estate, mm-hmm. at least locally, you know, the way I did, which is start off with an FHA house and you know one of my at least i'm gonna leave this off here to every, any real estate agents out there who are who are planning on, on building the biggest lead generation model out there i think the best way you can provide value is to help out others start with real estate and that's showing them how easy it is really to to guess going with it and that comes from you know showing them how they can buy an fha house for with turnkey mm-hmm. and then you know hold that prop live in it and hold that property for a few years and then maybe two years later, they can buy another FHA house. And then two years later, they can buy another FHA house. And then mm-hmm. in 10 years, they'll have, you know, five properties that's cash flowing, let's say like $500 each after they leave out of it, plus the appreciation and all that stuff. Are you it's, always I think wanting a, to do? Sorry, go ahead, man. Sorry. No, no I, I think it's just a simple model. Like people can understand that easier. And if you're a real estate agent, that's your biggest lead generation source. Yeah, so that's what I'm doing.
2: Have you ever thought about, um, or do you ever evaluate um, not putting a long-term renter in there and doing Airbnb and VRBOs and things like that?
1: Have you ever thought about
2: that, or is it right now this model works well and I can just? It's really a question of replication.
1: I would, I would love to get into that in the future, but Mm -hmm. yeah, right now this model works well, and I'd like to get to the point where i can be a little bit more flexible and stray off from my strategy and yeah. enjoy you know the the process and mess around with short-term rentals mm-hmm. maybe buy buy a commercial property one day for fun mm-hmm. even though two to four family is my specialty right now it doesn't mean yeah. I'll, I'll, i won't i will just mess around somewhere else one day yeah that's yeah, crazy. That's, yeah.
0: yeah. No, man, it's been fun to watch this ride. I mean, I I love I love these stories. I've seen, you know, a couple a couple different people over my years kind of expand. And and again, like we talked about earlier, if you can keep this mindset and and be smart with your money, right? And and um, understand, you know, start really understanding markets and when it's okay to slow down and wait and when it's okay to jump in and watch for opportunity and just be set up. I mean, Evan and I know being set up with opportunity requires you to being ready for it as well. So if you can continue forward, you'll be ready for whatever happens in whatever market. Um, and you know, you'll, you'll be successful and it's good that you're already returning that knowledge back to people. And as the years go on, you'll have more of it. Um, but it's been really yeah. cool to watch and I'm really impressed. i I'm proud of you. Um, just, yeah, <laughs> thank you, going, man. Just, I, yeah. I, want to, I want to see it. I want to see it explode like everybody else does for sure thank oh, you guys appreciate yeah. that Very cool,
2: man. all right
0: well well let's
2: I'm let them drop, drop you your today.
0: yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yep. no we're
0: actually going to go take a look at some that 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 land that i sent yeah you, uh, and so evan's evan again evan's always looking at stuff i mean there's yeah. stuff that flies yeah. across my past that comes directly yeah. from him so it's he you know staying in the game no matter what you're doing and you're going to see over the years you'll diversify you'll find other things but you you know this is a rock that's going to stay with you if you keep it yeah i'm gonna
2: gonna drag my family out to listen it's nice to drag them out when it's like in the mountains yeah (laughs) i want to take a look at some riverfront property land that i think i can buy and overlook a river and uh, we can use it and, and the, you know, I can turn that into an Airbnb place where hopefully it will just pay for itself. Um, but it's I'm always looking and then not necessarily that I wanted to buy it or want to buy it, but it's like, holy shit, that's a really great price in a really good area that is, uh, close to Boulder and close to these other places. And, uh, it's affordable and it looks buildable. And uh, it has a great attraction, being a river right below it. Uh, all right, everybody, get in the fucking truck. Let's go. We're gonna go take a look at it, and I'm gonna sell this awesome. as a hike, right? But it's really me yeah. looking at the buildable uh, buildability of a uh, special area. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, but uh, a, a nice benefit being in Colorado. No knock on Jersey, the garden, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Garden State, right? But I love um, I love the city.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I do it. too.
2: Um, I did too. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. did too. When I was like, I didn't have the kids and I could just get on my bike and go to the bar and um, yeah, or sit on the front stoop and, Watch, you know, the drunk Olympics. You know, at like <laughs> one o'clock in the morning, the guy that's just, you know, going across the street, leaning way too far forward. You know? <laughs> you know, it's, what is uh, he gonna hit the? I was like, oh my god, how's that's, that's physics? How's he staying up? He's just like <laughs> leaning forward. <laughs> uh, but now that I go to bed at like ten thirty, I don't.
1: Yes stuff anymore uh, yeah i feel the same way i feel old sometimes because I, uh, I fall asleep around, around it's, that all time. Relative, it's all
0: relative man uh, yeah, trust yeah, yeah, yeah it is it i felt old is. at 23 too and then i'm like what the fuck was i thinking yeah <laughs>
2: Dude, I was not old at 23. I should have been when doing you're, it way uh, much yeah, more. Yeah, when you're looking
0: yeah. at 19-year-old girls and you don't want to go talk to them, like oh, I'm, I'm too old. I'm 23. I can't. <laughs> like you're an idiot. You're only 19, yeah. sweetie. I'm 20. <laughs> you don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, I
2: can't talk to you right now. And you're just like, talk. The 42-year-old man's like, no, 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 what no. What are no, you no, doing? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Well, man, yeah. this has been fun, dude. We'll have to stay in touch yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: We'll get yeah. you back on with your brother since you are Salvador Bros. Um yeah. I, I really appreciate you coming on. I'm glad we could fit you in, man. I know with holiday stuff coming in and everything else getting more shutdowns lurking. I don't want to, you know, talk negative about that stuff right now. I just want but you know, it's yeah, you know, yeah. it's some you know, things I are just gonna hope be, for
1: the best. Yeah.
0: Let's well, hope for the best. But in the meantime, well, you know, we're just, you know, keep moving, man. Just keep moving. I, I appreciate
1: you yeah. coming on and uh thank you guys i appreciate yeah, it man, you guys are, sure you guys are beast yeah let's yeah. do
2: this again and let's have your brother on for sure
1: yeah, yeah definitely, definitely and then
2: what we'll Peace. do is i can learn a little something shane can we stream these
0: so mean? We can't it's like, called the internet which obviously is really <laughs> poor at <laughs> my house today
2: <laughs> not stream can we do these can we can we do a live one of these
0: you know, yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually, um, yeah.
2: that's what I mean. Part that's of,
0: right. part of built by Bailey's is just more of this. So we can actually do live podcasts now. Um, and that's like the next step in our, our little venture on this end, at mm-hmm. least with the podcasting. So yeah, we'll, we'll have, it's almost like radio show kind of stuff. And we've discussed doing that, but now we're, yeah. we're more, it's more available. I mean, technology's changing all the time, but we will Listen, be able-
2: Yeah, I got a mic now.
0: You have, a yeah, real mic. Like a real mic.
2: Yeah, man. Game is getting
0: welcome over. to the game. Yeah.
2: Um podcast like time. I mean, this guy has been hovering around. Come here. Oh god, now he's gonna run off somewhere. The, the arrows of at home work at dogs and kids running around, but yeah, so get free coffee. So
0: well, that's the benefit that's of true. doing it via Zoom. I don't even have to tip um, that waitress. Fucker. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think she listens to these once in a while. She does. Be oh, yeah. careful.
2: I love you. Yeah, If <laughs> everybody knows my wife, she will cut me. <laughs> all right, man. This has been fun. We'll have to do this again. Uh, Definitely will. Good with everything. Uh, thank you again to all of our sponsors. Cincinnati yeah. Design, Confluence SBC. Man, we appreciate you guys. All the listeners. Thank you. Uh, for everyone else, man, keep tuning in hit the like buttons, do all the gig, right? Subscribe.
0: It always helps us. Uh, I'm actually going to start a patron page here pretty soon too. Nice. Um, We, you know, like we talk about all the time, it's all about, you know, got to make money doing this stuff too, in order to keep moving forward. And the more we can do that, the more, the more time we have to block. Right. Yeah, totally. Oh, everything's for, everything's for a purpose. Addie knows that too, but um, we're. Can I, can I, can I,
1: can I link myself? Drop yeah. you, drop
0: your stuff, absolutely, <laughs> yeah,
1: man. absolutely, and yeah. when we put yeah. it out too, a yeah, push. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, guys, definitely check me out at Instagram at underscore salvadors, or you know TikTok salvadors to wealth. Perfect.
0: Yeah, go follow yeah. him for sure. It's he's got great content uh, for a, for a young guy just starting out, especially he's got great content. We love it. I'll start. I appreciate it, guys.
1: Got
2: one out of this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you. Hi,
2: <laughs> man. Hi, awesome. right, guys. I appreciate it, guys. All right, take care, everybody.
0: All right,
1: we'll talk See to you everybody. guys
2: soon. Later, guys. Bye.
1: Later. Bye-bye.